Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and love, life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope, a place where you get to believe what is possible for your life. And today, I have the great honor to be back with Pernella Halbro for part two of our conversation in a journey through cancer. And I just want to remind you um, who Pernella is. She is the owner and founder of Pernella Halbro LLC. She is a certified transformational life coach specializing in dream building and life mastery. She is also a certified EFT practitioner, otherwise known as tapping, and she is a Reiki master. Her journey as a healer started at a very young age, being an intuitive empath. In her early 40s, she realized her purpose always has been helping and supporting others, and she became a certified life coach with Mary Morrissey and Life Solutions. She uses tapping and Reiki to teach the body how to restore its natural balance of energy, and through, and I'm sorry, she is passionate about empowering women going through challenging transitions, feeling confident, motivated, and alive through a vision-inspired life that they love living. Welcome back, Pernella, and thank you so much for being with me again. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. Ha, ha, ha. I'm glad because you're not as excited as I am because I love your story. I love you. And I love your powerful story. Um, so I want to remind the listeners where we left off. And if you missed part two, please, or part one, please go back and listen to that because it's a wonderful introduction to um, uh, uh, Pernella's introduction to this journey where she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And now I want to dive into how it was you went from the United States with that diagnosis, and then you ended up in Denmark because all of your all of the procedures, the treatments for the cancer, all took place in Denmark. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Yes, I um, I went first. Um, I was diagnosed um, early July, July third, two thousand eighteen, and. I already had scheduled to uh, spend six weeks in Denmark on vacation uh, with my children. So I didn't have time to get treated before I left. Um, Mm -hmm. So the universe way was, I guess, to be sent over there. And I chose, I really wanted to try self-heal because I believe in it. Um, So in Denmark, I was eating even healthier than I did over here. Um, I was seeing a dear friend of mine, Kill, um, who was doing healing on me also. Um, and then I started doing therapy, which was um, MetaHealth, or through MetaHealth. And it's kind of metacognitive therapy, I believe it's called also, uh, where you go okay. to the root cause of what causes cancer and where it's sitting in your body. 
And um, I did that intensely while I was there, biking and just really working on getting calmer, getting more centered, trying to work on my sleep and be more mindful. And I felt really great. I felt changes in my body um, and also in the size of the tumor, especially through the healing. So um, I went back in August and was going to have a checkup to see where we were at. I wanted for my own sake and for what I do um, as a healer also to kind of document uh, if it was working. And uh, I had another ultrasound to follow up. And unfortunately, it grew two millimeters on one side, um, which is not big in the sense of what type of cancer I had. Um, but it was not reflecting how I felt. I felt yeah. great. Um, so then everything starts changing. Oh, and here's uh, the gold nugget for Denmark. The trip there also was um, just before I was leaving for the U.S., um, as I was being healed, I went into this visualization of healing as we were trying to heal my body, and I started seeing all these images. And one images I ended up with was that kind of above my belly, I guess, I start seeing this green field of grasses and just nature. And then I had this Danish flag, like on a big flag post, standing there. And first I thought it was kind of odd. And I'm like, well, yes, I am Danish of background. And then it dawned upon me, I think my healing journey is in Denmark. Mm. But I had to go back to the U.S. because my vacation was over. And there were many questions flying around, but I ended up going down to the, um, the government center in Denmark and I enrolled in the Danish uh, system in case I needed to come back for treatments. Oh. And, um, and that's what I did. And then okay. I went back to the U.S. and then I had my, uh, my ultrasound and find out, found out that it wasn't going the way I thought it was going to go. I thought it had shrunk. So mm. then I start panicking. That I will admit. <laughs> then uh, yeah. the warrior woman, she wasn't as strong as she was before <laughs> or determined. Yeah. And um, then it was like, okay, now I don't feel like I can trust my body. I don't feel her as strong as I used to. I stopped sleeping. I stopped eating. And then I start feeling really bad and I couldn't yeah. think straight. And, um, I got tested in, in several ways. I had to do my taxes and I, um, also had to <laughs> do, uh, the a hundred question test for the American, um, citizenship. Mm. So, yeah. um, but I knew at that point I had to go back. And uh, the bills were coming in, and I could see that I could not afford to be treated here either because they were already enormous, and that was only mammogram, biopsies, and ultrasound. Right. Wow. So I chose to go to Denmark. That was the next step. Okay. So how, how long after you 
how long after you received a diagnosis of breast cancer was it before you went back? I know you were in Denmark, you came back to the United States and you went back to Denmark, but, but how much time had passed in between? Where, where are we time-wise on this journey? I was diagnosed on July 3rd, 2018, and I left the U.S. on uh, September 12th, 2018. Oh. So about, okay. so just, about just three a months. few months, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so now you're, you're in Denmark. Yes. So I came over there and enrolled in the system, went to see a doctor. And um, they have what's called a cancer care package. Um, so within two weeks, you're enrolled in the system and will go for an appointment in the hospital. And um, that was a blessing, knowing I could come home to be with my family, be with my friends. I needed them to surround me. I needed to be with my family. Um, and uh, being nurtured by my mom's cooking and having a place to stay by my parents. Um, my brother has gone with me to every appointment and my cousin yeah. has been coaching me through my mindset of how to deal with everything. But I, um, I had, um, because we had to redo all the testing that was, um, the biopsy in the US was not clear and uh, so we had to redo all the testing, and uh, it turned out I had a pure triple negative. And um, then I started treatment with chemo. I had to go through everything because they went in my lymph nodes also. So I started chemo in October. In October, and okay. Had, and for now, yeah. I, I want to ask you, because I know somewhere along the line, I believe it was the doctor that was in the United States that had made it clear. So I know very little about breast cancer. I don't know what triple negative means. And I also don't know, I didn't know that there, the cancer could show up in two different places. It could be in milk ducts or in the granular tissue. And there's something important about where that cancer um, and I'm deliberately not calling it yours because I never give ownership of that. It was just that thing that came in that um, taught us something and, and has moved on. So that, that cancer was in a certain tissue for you that, that meant something. Can you explain that? Yeah, so through the lens of MetaHealth, the principles are that our thinking um, can manifest things in our body. And in my case, it was in the milk ducts and spreading into the uh, granular tissue. But it originated in the milk ducts, which was part of what was called separation um, in the way they're charting the body. And it was mm. very true because I had gone through a separation um, and we just finalized that spring um, our divorce and it was not easy um, it was a, I'm on very good terms with my ex and we our divorce we did a good job both of us um, so we divorced yeah. admirably and everything but it doesn't mean that it's easy in our emotional body and I had a lot yeah. of grief around it um, so it, it was natural when I heard 
that it was separation without him even know where um, where it was in my body. I had to go back to the woman and ask her, where did it originate? Can you see that on my mammogram? And when he said, well, if it's in the milk ducts, it's separation. And just when he said it, I was like, oh, my God, this is spot on. And I was so um, wowed that he just sat there. And that was the owner of um, Meta Health in Denmark. I, I was lucky to get on the phone that day. And when he explained it, it just all made sense to me. So that was a trauma I wanted to release. Yeah. And uh, that trauma I worked on while I was in Denmark with tapping and TFT also. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. I mean, it, because I totally am in agreement with that, that the body reflects what is happening in the mind. The, the body mm-hmm. is just, just an expression of what is happening in the mind. And I just, that is so fascinating because I didn't, I didn't know those distinctions um, with the breast and breast cancer and, and for you just to go through that divorce, that separation and that divorce and just how enormously powerful that was to your body emotionally, how powerful the impact, the negative impact of that to your body. And I want to make sure that I'm clear on this. It says that you and your husband are ex-husband amicable, right? You guys are okay now, still good friends. And Absolutely. Are we, um, yeah, wonderful. Yes. No, I'm very proud about where we, where we have landed. Uh, we have yeah. bi-weekly dinners together uh, with our children uh-huh. and, um, and our dog. And um, yes, yeah. and he's married and expecting, and I'm so happy for them. And yeah. uh, we're both in a very good place. So um, absolutely. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because right, not holding on to... Um, resentment or anger or any of that stuff. I think it's beautiful. So, okay, because these calls go by way too fast, um, let's dive back in. So you're back in Denmark. Now you, the natural route that um, you were so confident was, was going to work and your body was telling you, I feel really good, everything is right on, and you get a result from the doctor that says that is not the case, which I'm sure had to have just, Right. I mean, it's just it just kind of pulls the rug out from underneath you. And and um, it's a blow. It's just like a blow to the solar plexus where it takes our breath away. And so now you're in Denmark and the next the next um, uh, step in the treatment then is to do what? The next step in the treatment was to do chemo. And um, that was the one thing I did not want. Yeah. But we learn over time that sometimes we have to do things that we don't want. And <laughs> I knew once I had <laughs> confirmed that it was in my lymph nodes. I, I felt there is no way around it. This is the way we have to go. And yeah. um, that got scheduled and I was informed about all the side effects two days before. And I can say that that is not enough time to get your head around it, <laughs> yeah. to kind of emotionally be ready to what it can do to you. And um, it doesn't mean that all the side effects I'm mentioning is what's going to happen. But it was, I was terrified, to say the least, to go in because I have always been highly sensitive in my body. 
And uh, I couldn't imagine what chemo was going to do to my body if I couldn't even take another pill. And, and, and yeah. you know, a regular pill you get from the doctor and be sick from it. What chemo would do to yeah. me. And, um, yeah. but you do what you have to do. So even though I almost uh, threw up in the parking lot heading into the hospital, <laughs> um, yeah. I made it in with my brother by my side. And we looked at each other and we said, we're doing this. And uh, it was very surreal to sit there and see the red juice run into my arm. Oh, God bless you. And thinking about how the heck did I get there? How did I get there in my life to sit where I'm at today and allowing this poison in my body? And that, that was the mindset I had at that time. It did change over time because people are like, oh, all this poison you're filling in your body. I can't imagine what it's like. And I was like, I had made a deal with myself because I, I didn't want to go in. I didn't want to cry about it anymore. That yeah. I wanted by Christmas after three treatments, I wanted to be able to sit down, take the medicine not poison, take the medicine yeah. and make it heal my body. And I did right. that. Yeah. So I had three yeah. big ones where you lose your hair, you lose all mm. body hair, and then you go mm. into, I went into nine, some places to do another three, a different kind. Um, but that one goes for the nerves in your hands and your feet. So you're sitting with cold packs for them not to have impacts. I know some hospitals would do an ice pack on the head so you can keep more of your hair. I uh, can't imagine what that feels like since it was super duper cold on my hands and my feet <laughs> for me yeah. not to lose the nails and whatnot. Um, but a great tool. I can highly recommend it. And I yeah. had to ask for them because I did not want it to happen. So I did it preventatively where normally they will only give it to you once you have signs of neuropathy, I think it's called, where your nerves, you start not feeling, you're feeling numb in your fingers or your right. feet. Yeah. Um, so I did it preventatively, and today I have feeling in all hands and fingers. Mm, that's so but, beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. That's um, And then we went into radiation also. Um, even though I was completely clear, they found nothing when I had my uh, lumpectomy. I had that on March 7th, 2019, after uh, finishing chemotherapy. And they couldn't find anything. Even when they're trying yeah. to, uh, they have to put a needle in to locate it, they couldn't find it. But I still have Woo-hoo! to... Uh, I know. It was so exciting. (laughs) And then they were like, well, it's precautionary. Let's give you a little radiation. And um, I would share that I was signed up for 30, five of them being a booster, which is directed to the breast. The other one is a little bigger to also cover the lymph nodes. And after nine rounds, I decided to say that was enough for me. Not exactly what uh, some of the family thought was the right thing or the doctors, um, but I started having side effects that I did not want. Uh, Shoulder hurting, a lump in my throat. 
I was getting raspy when I had to speak. And um, I started having, I felt it in my breath. So long story short, um, I listened to my body and it told me no. I took one day at a time and listened every day and said, we can do one more, one more. And then I said, it's enough. And um, today I feel great. I live a life inspired by what I would love. Mm. And uh, I'm very happy. I feel healthy. I um, still exercise, especially to increase the circulation in both breasts, for that matter, in my lymphatic system to make sure that nothing gets uh, blocked there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The best news, the absolute best news is that they can't find anything. And it's so, what, yeah, like, I I don't know what it would feel like just to be screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. (laughs) And be done with that journey, that, that part of it. And, and now this next beautiful part of your journey, because you are back in the United States, and a dual citizenship, right? You have dual citizenship. Now. I just received my citizenship. Yeah. So I have dual citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> very grateful. I think so. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're very grateful to have you over here in the United States, too, because you're just, you are such a blessing. And so what, what can you. you share with the listeners is your, um, like, like, who are you now? What was the biggest lesson that you learned on this journey, Prunella? Well, the biggest lesson I learned was to be me, to find out who I am and what I can do. And we, well, we can do so much more than we think we can. Yes. And if we choose the right uh, mindset, it's amazing what we can attract to. I have, I was reconnected with my family. I lived in the States for 22 years, but to go home for nine months, it turned out, not three months, but nine months. Mm-hmm. And to reconnect with my family, with my cousins, with my friends from business school, uh, hang out with them when I was feeling okay or good. I will go there. I built community at the hospital with uh, other breast cancer women. We would go for walks and coffee and and just support one another. It was so life-giving. And getting back to biking, I loved. Getting back, I used to do that as a child. So that was a gift. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I have built a bike of my dreams over here so I can continue the ride. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And a metaphor in such a beautiful way so you can continue the ride. So it, it it's almost like that riding off into the sunset, right? Like whatever that what I have exactly. learned about myself and discovered about myself and now I'm back. I've discovered this about riding bicycles and how much I love riding bicycles and the freedom that comes from those. And um yeah, and, and you're back on the ride and it just sounds like you are so back on in your life and Pernella, you you coach you coach people, men and women, and you you coach them. And I, this is one of your businesses. Everything you do is in the healing arts field, and coaching is one of those healing arts. Um, 
so so for client so for people who are listening to this who are either going through a physical struggle themselves whether it happens to be breast cancer or some other kind of physical ailment because you also incorporate um, emotional freedom technique which is tapping and being a Reiki master and I believe you can do Reiki long distance even can't you isn't that a long distance thing yes you can absolutely okay 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 so so for the listeners if they if they themselves are going through something or they have a family member or a friend and not only do you um you you talk the talk but you walk you walk the walk right i mean you've been there so what is the best Absolutely. way to, yes yes because that's the best we learn the best from the fire that we have been through and what what is the easiest way for listeners to get in touch with you if they would love to work with you and engage with your services? Well, they're welcome to um, either check out my website, which is pernillahalbrot.com, or they can also email me directly at info at pernillahalbrot.com. And my name is spelled P-E-R-N-I-L-L-E-H-A-L-B-R-O. Perfect. Perfect. And, of course, that information will be on the website, so please don't worry if you're driving or in an area where you cannot write that information down. All of Pernilla's information will be available in the show notes and on the website, so you will be able to get in, in touch with her. I have so many other questions that I have to ask you, and, of course, we have run out of time. So I have a feeling somewhere down the road in the not-too-far-away future, if you are willing, we, we will do this again because I would love to have you on here again, um, Pernella, and just to find out more because I, I adore you. I love, I love you. I love your warrior-ness. I love your story, and I'm just so grateful for you being here with me today. Oh, it's been so much fun. I still love working with you too, Nada. And I'll be happy to come Mm -hmm. back anytime you want me to. Ah, awesome. All right. Well, now it's it's recorded and everybody knows that you can't back out ever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for everything. It's been wonderful to be here. You're always so loving and kind to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, Absolutely. I, I am grateful. Thank you. And to all of the listeners, I know that you took away grand wisdom from Pernella and her story and um, her journey back to um, really great health and, and doing living vitally and alive and engaging with life in a beautiful way. And I wish the same for you. And until next week, go out and enjoy and live your most epic life. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.